What's going on, man? Yeah. How's it going? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, perfect. Are right, you ready to get this thing started, man? Man, let's do it. All right, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. On the line right now, I got Mikhail PG. How's it going, man? Man, everything is going well, man. I uh, hope you're enjoying your Friday like I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm enjoying my Friday. Just got done with work. Now I'm on my other my other job, too, with this podcasting journey. But uh, tell us a little bit what, about what you do, man. Man, so as of now, uh, I am one of the uh, head figures for uh, the Good News Radio, uh, radio and podcast station. Um, I'm over the sports section, the Good News Sports. Uh, we have two, two stations out here in uh, L.A., one in a city called Culver City. Uh, the other, the Good News Sports, is located in Hawthorne, man. And we're just growing our name. And I got a show on there, a courtside radio that you can hear every Thursday live from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Uh, or if you miss it, you can uh, listen to it on the Good News Radio app. You can listen to it live on the Good News Radio app. And you can find us uh, also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other uh, podcast platforms. And then I have a show called Don't At Me with Michael and Alex, where uh, we go on, put our show on YouTube that we do, you know, every, I say about once a week. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm grinding, man. Yeah. looking. Um, thank you for coming on. And um, obviously the Lakers got Anthony Davis and stuff. So who's going to challenge the Lakers in the Western Conference? It, it's crazy because uh, – the West, like, it's, it's so stacked, uh, and it can go either way. Uh, of course, you the Clippers, they're there. You have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, who's Kawhi coming off that amazing run that he had with the, uh, the Raptors. So you have to look out for them. Doc Rivers, Montrez, Harrell, uh, Lou Williams, just so many good players there and a defensive team that the Lakers are going to have to watch out for. I like the Rockets. A lot of people are saying they don't see it working. But, man, uh, Russ is my high school teammate, and I've been knowing James Harden for a long time as well. And those two guys, they're friends. They've been knowing each other since they're about 10 years old. And on the court, if Chris Paul can go there and work it out to where they were a game away from going to the championship and possibly winning, I believe that Russell Westbrook can go there and do the same exact thing. Uh, So those will be two teams. Of course, you have Utah. They added Mike Conley and uh, some more pieces over there with Donovan Mitchell. So, man, the West is going to be it's going to be very tough. Uh, I'm very excited. I just think that if you have two of the top three, top five NBA players in LeBron James and Anthony Davis, that you should win. You know, you should be right there to the end, and you should be one of the true favorites. And that's why I have the Lakers. For me, I got the Lakers winning the championship, obviously, but. A lot of people have been asking me, who do you think is going to challenge the Lakers? I say Houston, and I got to quit hating on the Clippers. I feel like the Clippers will be our toughest, toughest, toughest opponent in the West Conference because they got Kawhi, Paul George, Lou Williams, Montrezl Harold. They got a group of guys that compete high, high level. And if also, too, like the Rockets, like you said, um, if they get it going, man, if Russell Westbrook, James Harden, the role players around them, Houston could be scary in the playoffs, man. Scary. Yeah, really scary. Yeah, man. So, like, I was, you said Westbrook was your high school teammate? Yeah, we played together at uh, losing your high school uh, in Lawndale, California. So, uh, you know, I, I keep in touch with that guy. 
Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people, like, are ups- not upset, but people think triple-doubles is not good. Because a lot- I podcast a lot of people, and they say Westbrook's not a good player. Mm-hmm. And I look at the stats, and they say, oh, he shoots too many bad, ill-advised shots. I don't see that. I don't see that. No, I agree. I agree with you. I think that when it comes to Russ, does he take bad shots here and there? Yes. I think sometimes he gets caught up, caught up in hero ball. Uh, but I think playing with Harden, that Harden is going to go back to the traditional shooting guard role, and it's somebody that Russ is going to trust. And uh, this is the first time Russ was going to have true shooting around him. Like that's that was a mistake that Oklahoma City always made. They never had true shooting around him. They had that number one option next to him, but then they were surrounded with all defense and no one to shoot. But now you have Eric Gordon, you have P.J. Tucker, uh, and you have other guys that can knock down threes, Austin Rivers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, So now he's going to actually have an open floor. And when it comes to the triple-doubles, if if your guard can get a rebound, it's like Magic Johnson, your guard can get a rebound, they can start the fast break right away. Instead of waiting mm-hmm. for the pass, where if they denied the ball, then it's going to slow down your push up the court. So if he can go in there and attack the boards, grab the rebound, and then get assists now because he actually has great shooting, I don't see why he may average his fourth year straight of triple doubles, you know, and it's crazy to think. But, man, that guy's amazing. Yeah. Like, if the, like what, Russ Westbrook's one of my favorite players in the league. Like, if the Lakers don't win it this year, I want Houston to win. So all those Westbrook haters can. Be quiet, because Westbrook's talented, man. If you put him with the Lakers and LeBron, it's wraps. But what I'm saying is people need to understand triple-doubles. It's hard to get a triple-double in the NBA, regardless. You know what I mean? Here, you can be at a uh, period. You can be at a rec league somewhere, and it's hard to get a triple-double. And to be doing this at the highest level of basketball as a 6'3 guard, playing against so many athletes, is just – I think that he's somebody that we're going to look like probably 10 years after he's retired and everybody's going to be like, dog, do y'all realize how amazing this guy really was? Yeah, he's talented and he has that Kobe Bryant mentality, the way he just like doesn't shake people's hands during game or during warmups and stuff. That's like Kobe. Kobe Bryant would always do that stuff. Like a lot of people will shake his hand. I want to shake your hand. Because today's NBA, man, there's a lot of buddy, buddy. Let's go hang out. I like Kobe Bryant used to never train with players back up in the day. Over, not overseas, but during the summer. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think about today's NBA? Do you think it's buddy-buddy? Do you think there should be more rivals? Rival players I think that battling? the league is caught up in this uh, AAU basketball to where these kids are all knowing each other, uh, even playing with each other for so long. They make it to the league. And like you said, it's all friends. It's all buddy-buddies. But what makes sports so great is the fact that you have true rivalries and guys who don't, you know, we don't want you to be hating each other, but we want you to just have on the court like you to win. You know, that's why we love Damian Lillard versus Russ because, you know, there's two guys who, you know, who don't really go get along with each other when it comes to the game of basketball. That's why we still talk about bird and magic. You know what I'm saying? That's why people – we just talked about – uh on Courtside Radio, uh, Shaq and Kobe, because we love to have rivalries, and in today's NBA, we don't have it. No, we don't have it. Lakers is right. Nah, because these guys, they, they don't have – the fans are more rivals because us as Lakers fans, 
and Clipper fans don't get along with each other. But as far as on the court, it's, it's not a rival yet. It's going, we got to see how these four games during the season goes, and I'm hoping and praying that we can get a Western Conference final with the Lakers and uh, Clippers, and then that's when they be, can become a rival. But these guys are all buddy-buddy, and there's no, no true rivalry between them as of now on the court. Yeah, I agree with you because uh, Clipper Daryl's making it seem like they won an NBA title already. Hey, and that was crazy part. That's my guy, man. Uh, he helps me with a lot okay. of things. Talking to him and all that. And- yeah, I understand why he's excited because the Clippers can be excited. I understand that. But he made yeah. it seem like the Clippers won the title. And uh, he's yeah. uh, he. I, I actually do want to play the Clippers in the West Conference Finals just to see how that matchup would, would work. In the playoffs, I think we, we we would dominate inside Anthony Davis. Who would guard Anthony Davis if we matched up in the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, Zubac, Harold, like how would they do it? But that's the thing um, with Anthony Davis. Like I hope, uh, you know, I'm not sure what he's working on this summer or anything, but I'm hoping that he really say, you know what, I'm gonna take a step back from shooting as many jumpers and everybody shooting jumpers in today's NBA. Why not be the player to say, you know what, I'm gonna dominate from the mid post to the post to where no one can guard me. And that will give the Lakers the greatest advantage. You know, I, I watch a guy like Embiid and I love Embiid's game, but I just feel that when him shooting threes, you're giving, you're giving a defense a break because they don't have to worry about you down low. So I'm really hoping that AD along with Dwight just, you know, just dominates down low where no team really in the Western conference can match with that. They All the teams can match with their guard play and their wing play, but they can't match it when it comes to bigs. And if AD can go down there with Dwight and dominate down there, I'm talking about blocking shots, rebounding, getting buckets, and one buckets, that's how the Lakers can dominate and be that championship team that we're all looking for them to be. Yeah, man, if AD can get – like, I understand, AD does shoot too many jump shots. He needs to get in the post and go to work. He He would drop like 45 and 20 every game if he was in the post. Man, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, because LeBron's going to make people better around him. And speaking of Dwight Howard, what is your initial thoughts about him coming back? Are you shocked, not surprised, and what's your thoughts? Man, when it comes to Dwight, to be honest, I was hoping to get Joakim Noah just because we need some toughness, uh, somebody who's going to talk mess, and because Joakim is going to play hard no matter what. He's a playmaker. But getting Dwight Howard, I can understand it, you know. The, whoever the Lakers signed was going to be uh, low risk, high reward. So why not go for the top guy that you can get? And if we get the highest of reward from Dwight, that's better than any high that we could have gotten from most Spades, from uh, Joe King. You know what I'm saying? So now with Dwight, it looks like his body is in shape. He knows this is his last opportunity to play in the NBA. If he if he does this and it doesn't work and it's bad, he would never get another job. And He's going to be playing in China with Stephon Marbury, trying to be a great there. So he's going to give everything he got. Uh, we don't need him to be a, a superstar. We just need him to be a really good role player. And I think that's a role that he's going to be able to fit. Yeah, man. Dwight Howard's a great addition. He's going to come in, bring energy, block shots, get rebounds. That's going to be the interesting part. Who's going to start? JaVale McGee or Dwight Howard, though? That's interesting to see what Frank Vogel's going to do. True. That, that's why I like 
That's, hey, you got training camp. Let those guys truly battle it out. I would go in with this Laker team and say, I don't know who this starting five is going to be. So let y'all come out here and show me who should be starting and then go from there because either either way it goes uh, with Dwight, the reason why I like the move is not it's a non-guaranteed contract. Um, so if it doesn't work, we can just let him go. Uh, and then, you know, you have JaVale. So with him battling with JaVale McGee, that should bring out the best of both both of those guys. And, man, the Lakers should be in good hands when it comes to their bigs with A.D., JaVale McGee, and Dwight Howard. Yeah. This, we, had, we had Cousins, too, but he tore his knee yeah. out for the year. I, th- I think his career is over to a certain extent because he has a situation with that baby mama stuff, what's going on, and I think his career is over in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to be tough to bounce back. First of all, all the injuries, man. It's tough to bounce back yeah. with that physically yeah. and then mentally. But then now you have this over you, teams might just stay away. So it sucks for that guy because he's such a great talent. But, man, hey, life happens. Yeah, man. But uh, how do you think uh, Anthony Davis is going to impact the Lakers this year? You think he's going to be an all-star MVP? Give us your thoughts. Man, when it comes to AD, I feel that this year it's going to be a prove year for him because a lot of guys know what AD can do. But he was playing in New Orleans, such a smaller market compared to L.A. that – we haven't, like, to be honest, I can't really tell you too much about seeing him play a lot of games because most of the time we only saw him during the playoffs or playing against the Lakers. So now he's going to get to show this huge market every game what he can do. And if he stays healthy, I really feel that, especially during the season, but even the playoffs, that the Lakers should make him the focal point of the entire team and play through him and let him go out and try to get 28, uh, 11 to 12 rebounds, two to three blocks, you know, three to five assists, and that will put him in the conversation as an MVP player. And I expect that from him. Yeah, I expect N.T. Davis to average 25 and 12 next season with three blocks. I expect this Laker team to – This is for me, it's a championship or bust because us as – been going through ups and downs the last six years, no playoffs, and if we don't win a championship, it's going to be a complete failure. I know we got AD and LeBron, but then they have to produce. That's where all the Lakers are all about, winning championships. So for you, I'm going to throw this at you. Do you think if the Lakers don't win, do you think uh, Frank Vogel should be out of there early if they don't make the playoffs? Uh, depending, depending on how they, how they are eliminated. Like if they make it to the finals and lose, they lose in the Western Conference Finals, you know, you just wait till next year to add some more pieces, let Vogel do it. But if, you know, they they lose in the first round of the playoffs, of course you have to get him out of there. But I like the three-headed monster at um, coach with Vogel, Jason Kidd, and Lionel Hollins. Man, you got to get this, give this guy some time because you can't act like, you know, it's the Eastern Conference where right now I clearly just see two good, really good teams, which is Milwaukee and Philly. This is the Western Conference where you have the Clippers. Uh, if the Houston can make everything right, uh, Utah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Clay Thompson will be back with Golden State. So I think that if they can make it to the Western Conference Finals and say if they lose in six or seven games and it was like, ah, they're right there, I will give Frank Vogel another chance to, to prove himself. You know, the question would be if LeBron, you know, if he goes two years without winning, if he doesn't win one with the Lakers, how will it impact his legacy? Because I think it, it should it will put a dent in his legacy if he can't win one with the Lakers. 
Yes, I totally agree with you. And that would be the first. Actually, he'll be the second Laker since Elgin Baylor that didn't win a ring. Yeah, and Elgin Baylor happened so long ago that a lot of people don't talk about it. And he actually got a ring because he retired, at you know, like during the early part of that season and they won a championship. But, yeah, he will be the only Laker great to not win a championship. And he can't have that on his legacy because if that happens, all this GOAT talk, all this better than Kobe talk is over and yep. done. And – you know, it, it will it would not look good for him, especially with him coming out here with all these movies and TV Taco shows. Tuesday. You know, yeah. So it's like he got to come out here and win. You have no excuse. You have Anthony Davis, another top five guy. No more. Uh, it's it's wide open, man, and it's it's time for the Lakers to attack. Yes, I agree with you, man. We need to attack with a vengeance, man. But I got one more bonus question for you. Give me your top or give me your top two favorite Nipsey Elsa songs. Uh, say it one more time. Say the question one more time. Can you hear me? No, yeah. Say the question oh, one more time. Uh, what is your favorite Nipsey Hustle songs of all time? My two favorite Nipsey Hustle songs. Uh, one of them, Keys to the City, uh, the original one. Uh, it was on the Marathon album, and out the track is just so dope. Uh, you really saw him as a rapper doing his thing where, you know, he called out all these all these labels that passed on him and he's still doing his thing. I think that track is so amazing. Uh, then what's another track? I'm, I'll am give you three. Okay. Uh, one, one song I like is called is Respect Your Passion. It didn't come out on any project, but it's just a song that, that just, you know, just really hit me because it's like Respect Your Passion, which is like, man, attack what you really believe in and what you want to do in life and then I will say um, I will go uh, double up off of the, his latest album, Victory Lap. Uh, the song is just so smooth. Uh, it's just man, the whole album is legendary. I think that he didn't win album of the year at the Grammys. You know, even before he died, I was I was saying this because that album was flawless. I believe better than Cardi B, better than Travis Scott. So man, I'm a a big Nipsey Hussle fan. Uh, growing up in the area, not too far from him. Uh, knowing people who were, uh, you know, connected to him, uh, being able to, uh, you know, run across him a few times through Russell. Uh, and the dude, man, was, was a legend. And he got his flowers, you know, once he passed away. But he, he left the world with so much and so much wisdom to learn from that. Hey, he's going to be a great forever. From my top three is bigger than life. I'm going to say the clean version so I don't get in, get marked, uh, like copyright. Um who cares what they say? Do your stuff. Those were the quotes that helped me stop being lazy because I used to be like lazy mindset since 2017. Those two words helped me get motivated to do my stuff where I'm at yeah. today. And then double up. Number two is double up. It's smooth song, good vibes to it. And then uh, hustle and motivate. Yeah, hustle. You took that, that got that Jay-Z uh, sampled. And yeah, man. So, hey, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like all three, man. Yeah, but I want to thank you, Mikel. PG, man. Go ahead and give out your social media so can hey, follow man, you. So you guys can follow me, uh, Michael the PG, on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Michael Matthew on uh, Facebook, M-A-T-H-I-U. Michael is spelled M-Y-K-E-L-L. So Michael Matthew, Michael the PG, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, follow Courtside Radio 
Uh, that's my show with the Good News Radio, the Good News Sports. Follow those pages as well. And then check me out on YouTube. Subscribe to Alexander Hines so you can check out all the latest episodes of Don't At Me. Uh, a lot of big shows. We had Clipper Darrell was in there as a guest, Glasses Malone, uh, Joshua Johnson, and we had uh, FS1's Rob Parker. So, man, yeah, I'm, I'm out here uh, giving all I got to this until I'm great, man. I appreciate you coming on. Maybe I can come on your podcast in the new future. Yeah, of course, man. Once you out here in the city, man, just let me know. Once you out here on the Thursday, I'll get you in there on Courtside Radio. I'd love to have you. All right, man. Take care. You have a great weekend, man. Thanks for having me. All Mm -hmm. right, later.